The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Yo, this is Rich Ladder from One Nation Radio. This is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. We present to you the Ace of Podcasts, keeping it strong style. Let's go. It's the Ace of Podcasts, keeping it strong style. Covering New Japan, they ready to hold it down. Jeremy Donovan and the young boy Josh. Come and hit a job out in Barrio the Frost. From Tokyo Dome over to the G1. Social Suplex is the network where we can get it done. I'm a chiller. And let them have it Cause this is just an intro Keeping the strong style Six stars from the get go Boy Yeah from Tampa Bay To the Tokyo Dome This is keeping it strong style With your host Jeremy Donovan And the young boy Joshua Smith And thank you for listening Welcome to Keeping It Strong Style on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Jeremy Donovan alongside the young boy Josh Smith. And this week we have a special guest joining us, James Boyd from One Nation Radio. How you doing, James? Doing all right, man. I guess I've been um, putting this off long enough. I guess you, I guess you guys finally got me over we, here, we, so we let's got do you. it. We got you. So on today's show, we're going to be covering uh, the road to Secure Genesis. Uh, Secure Genesis as well. It's all the latest news in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Make sure you support the Social Suplex Podcast Network by subscribing on the podcast app of your choice and leaving a rating and review. You can also get all the podcast archives along with our columns at socialsuplex.com. Go to socialsuplex.com forward slash subscribe to sign up to get the podcast and columns delivered directly to your email inbox. All right, James, since you're first time on Keeping a Strong Style, we want to know who is your favorite uh, New Japan wrestler, your favorite New Japan match, and how you got into watching New Japan. Yeah, I'd have to say my favorite uh, wrestler is uh, Okada. Um, yeah, it's probably above me. I like probably since day one, like first time I ever saw um, any anything from New Japan was uh, Wrestle Kingdom Nine, and yeah, like he immediately uh, he immediately uh, stuck out to me um, as a star. Like don't get me wrong, like uh, Tanahashi is incredible. The Ace is still Ace, but it, it kind of stuck out of me for his smoothness. Uh, my favorite match all time for for New Japan, well, I probably have to say AJ versus Nakamura. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yes, that's yeah, a good like, one. Yeah, I, I love that match to death. Like I, I've only seen it once because I don't want to like you know ruin it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, like I've seen you won't ruin it. Trust yeah, me. You know, I'm just you know you just want to kind of like remember how it was. I'll leave, leave, leave the memories alone. Yeah, you don't want to like, go over too much because it kind of like you remember so much of it that it kind of like. Ruins like the, the feeling of it, and kind of feel like, oh yeah, I remember this turn in that twist. So, um, yeah, but I, I would say that one. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, um, I think like Wrestle Kingdom Nine has been like the jumping off point for most like yeah. Western, Western fans. fans. Yeah. Yeah. That all that whole promote. The one good thing Jeff Jarrett did right that whole <laughs> <laughs> promotion of that event. You don't like. Uh, Dancing with my baby or whatever that song is. Uh, with my baby tonight. With my baby tonight. I like when uh, Pritchard sings it. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> bro, we'll be here in the apartment and like all of a sudden I'll just hear Jeremy gonna be with my baby tonight. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. I actually haven't heard it in like so many years. I forget how it even goes. Yeah. But I'm just like, this is terrible. Yeah, Pritchard sings it like You're every right. episode. You're absolutely right. It is terrible. 
And yeah, prob- but um, I was I would say honestly, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for um knowing this guy next to me, uh, Josh, uh, for like putting over Japanese wrestling for so many uh for the couple years that I'd known him before that uh show ever popped up, I don't think I would ever really gotten into it. Um, it was kind of like a word of mouth thing, and he was a he was a huge champion for that. And I think uh I think me and R- me and Rich Bovo, you like a, a dedicated <laughs> for, for for that because like you know when you watch we we won at the time we weren't smart fans at all. We were just watching the TV product or whatever yeah. else, and then like you come, you we come run around you and we're talking or whatever, and then like you start telling us stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, sounds good. You guys well, got to see this UWF Akira Maeda match. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, yeah, yeah, like dude, like okay, whatever else. Like we're good with this. I mean, I don't for lack of a better word, like WWE is like McDonald's. Like we're good with this McDonald's right here. Okay, it's right, fine. This, like, this it's Big Max. It, it does its job. And then like, and then we saw like. uh and then we saw like uh, Nakamura Ibushi, and then um, yes, o- Okada and, uh, and Tanahashi, and we're just like, "Yo, what is this? Is this even, <laughs> like, how how do we never like? What have we been doing with our whole lives? Like, do, is everything a lie? Do you remember a time <laughs> when we used to think that? And you specifically used to say, if it didn't happen in WWE, it can't be match of the year because that's the minor leagues. Did I say that? You used to say that. And now, like, I w- you would never say that nowadays. Well, I think it was, I mean, I guess it's just, you know, a flat out. If I, if I did say that, I guess it's flat out ignorance. Well, because you're um, like, you're like, I'm not watching minor league wrestling. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did say that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. you were talking about, no, actually, I don't think it was Japan as much as it was, like, right. this stuff on the indies, period. Right. And I'd be like, so you tell me about stuff that happened on Ring of Honor and stuff. It's like, look, dude, I understand that, like, um, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe and, and Brian and, and Punk had, like, these five star matches elsewhere. Like, however, like, right. I, I've seen TNA from time to time, and like, that's fucking horrible. I would never, <laughs> I, I would never actually, I would never actually in my right mind sit down to watch that stuff oh at that time. Gosh. Like, I remember Rich would tell me about, like, yeah, man, so, like, they're doing this thing called Aces and Aces, they're like a biker gang. And then, like, he would give me, like, kind of like, progress reports, and all of a sudden, like, one he was like, dude, like, remember, remember uh, Bubba Ray Dudley? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, yeah, Bubba Ray Dudley was like, in the story, in this Ace Nace thing, he got his ass whooped by these dudes for for a, a few times or whatever else, and he said, all of a sudden out of nowhere, they decided to say that like he was the leader all along, like some like Austin. Like, it was like, me, like, Austin. Yeah, like this is a pretty. It was power. me all along. It was me, Austin. I'm just like, dude, I can't, I can't believe y'all. I can't. And what you, is this? And what you know is- what? That's one of the storylines that killed their business, but up until that point, they were actually having like a boom period. Right. That was when 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 Austin Aries was the champion and yeah. Jeff Hardy and him were feuding that summer. They're having doing that was their best business they ever did. Mm-hmm. Was the Hardy feud before the um, is that the same time the Bobby Roode stuff? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, Bobby Roode I think was still part of Beer Money at the time. I think oh so. My yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Is that James Storm, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were good. Speaking of beer money, you got a Bud Light right next to you. That's funny. <laughs> Don't be ratting me out to the listeners. I do this show sober. I, I didn't say you were sober, drunk. sober, sober minded, straight edge. Oh my, oh my god. god! All right, all right. CM Punk gonna come through the telephone. Gonna come through the microphone and whoop your ass for that. All right. So yeah, I, I, I would definitely say that I definitely owe you all. All jokes aside, I definitely owe you a, a, um, a, a 
a debt of gratitude for that because I've never thought of it because like sometimes I'm the wrestling geek in the group where I'm like guys you gotta check out this match and like everyone's what do you mean like sometimes alright I see you I, I, feel, I feel like I'm, I'm not exactly on your level but I'm like it's a notch like underneath you nah Josh will try to argue with you about like what was the best match in 1973. Um, not too much happened on that show. Something happened. Yeah, but something magnificent yeah, happened. Something, yeah, but overall it was kind of there. But the opening matchup was a rematch from the Young Lions Cup in December. Uh, Yagi and Narita. I believe this was our match of the month in December. Yes. It were was. we not pimping the crap out of that match? Yeah, we no were. No one was talking about yeah, it. Yeah, we were. Because that, that, that was a match that happened in front of like 100 people and no one watched it on New Japan World, but it was like one of the best matches of the year. Yeah. Well, they I, freaking, I remember we were marking out in your in the old Strong Style Studios. Yo, they topped that match. They did. The first, so we watched this match and I said, oh, it was better than the original match. But we went back and watched the original match and I was like, oh, this one was better. Yo, Yagi and Narita is that freaking match, yo. That's the fight forever. That's the fight forever match in New Japan. Ten right years now. from now when they're main event in Wrestle Kingdom. When was the last time <laughs> that a Young Lion match was the best match on a card? It's been, it's been a hot minute. When's the last time you saw a Young Lion match that was over three and a half stars? A multi-man match, maybe. Not even. Yeah. Like, never, bro. It never happens. This match was phenomenal. So, Jeremy, talk, give, talk about your first impressions of this match. Well, I mean, it was pretty much similar to the first one, with both of them going out there, like, slapping the crap out of each other. Right. Uh, pretty much having uh, no care for each other's body. They look like care <laughs> at all, bro. Um, I mean, uh, both of them had very nice drop kicks. I know we were joking with Rich that Okada's going to be like, Hey, young boys, you, <laughs> you, you need to calm down with the drop kick spot. Uh, Yagi has a very similar drop kick to like Okada, mm -hmm. whereas uh, freaking Narita, he does one similar to the Suzuki one where he runs at the guy and hits yeah. him as hard as he can. Yeah. And it's just like, holy crap, it's so and dangerous. Then, uh, Narita with the headbutt spot, which I'm like, dude. Oh, yeah, he hit him with a. Yeah, yeah. Like, have we not just headbutt. seen Shibata? Like, you heard that joint. <sighs> yeah, like, it, all here was. <laughs> yeah, and they did that in the last match too. So it was a callback spot to the first. Yeah, match. the first match ahead, but wasn't as hard. Like, oh, it's pretty hard. But, but this one though, this was, one was worse. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, this was just. I think part of the reason why these guys go to war so much, and maybe that they're allowed to showcase what they're doing, is because they're booked at the bottom, bottom, bottom of the freaking young lions. Yeah, they're both like the bottom too. I mean, was it? It was uh, Yagi who got left behind. He didn't get to go to Long Beach. He didn't get to go to Long Beach. He's, uh, they freaking beat the crap out of him every time. Yeah, he got his there. head shaved by Suzuki. He got his mouth busted open. His nose broke. Like, um, they beat the and crap. And Narita, like, uh, didn't like Dave Boy Smith Jr. like stand on him a couple shows ago. Remember, he got that the uh, choke, that slam choke slam from Archer. How long ago was it? Shaping though, that, that was back in January. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, these two guys. Also, the storyline going back to the Young Lion Cup was that they wrestled on the final night of the tournament. They both had no points going into the final, so they're at the bottom of all the of the booking of the young boys. Right. And they went out there. They had a war. 
And they went 15 minutes to the time limit. Cool. Both guys ended up with one point for the whole tournament for their showing. But they walked away with my respect because that match was incredible. Well, they freaking did it again on the on the bottom of a show, some road to show, that with no fanfare, nobody even knew that the match was happening. They popped for this match like it was the, crowd. the main event. The crowd was into it, even like Don Callis. And, Don uh, Callis was so into and, it. Uh, Rocky Romero were popping for it. <clears throat> they were popping so hard. They're like, "This is the best like performance I've seen from Young Boys all year." Because they don't see all the smaller shows, even right. especially know. Don. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this was incredible. Um, it came to a point where basically Narita was in. I think two or three times he was in the Boston crowd. Yeah, yeah. And each time it looked like he was gonna uh, to lose. He kept, he kept fighting through it. He ended up getting to the ropes. He eventually turned the tide, put Yagi in the Boston Crab, and then you started hearing the announcers give the countdown. Countdown, like, you know, 30 seconds left. It started, it started feeling like a William Regal uh, TV title defense on WCW. <laughs> and uh, but, but Yagi was clearly not getting out of that Boston Crab. Like, Yagi tried to power out, and he was so spent and so tired, he wasn't making the ropes, and Narita just started cranking on it, and then the bell rang. And so... The last time they wrestled, when they went to the bell, it looked like Yagi, Yagi was going to pick yeah. up the win. And now they've gone to the bell again, and it's months later. And now Narita looks like he has the upper hand. These guys have put on two phenomenal, near like four and a quarter to four and a half star matches. And the only reason they're so low is maybe because the non-finish and, and their time, young, limit. I mean, time limits yeah. and they're young boys. But right. They can't do... They could do more moves. If they could do more moves. Like, this is some <clears> of the most... Yeah. Their, their entire matches are happening in the ring. They're not even leaving the ring or anything. It's incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. This match was just freaking awesome. We popped. Like, we watched it twice. Like, that's yeah. how good this match was. And this was a low-key contender for match of the month. And... I mean, it's going to be one of the best matches of the year when the match, when the year's over. Yeah, definitely. So, how often do you guys actually go back and rewatch matches? Like, not very like often. Short succession. Not like you know. Uh, oh, I want to remember. I want to go back and watch like um, Okada and um, Shibata. Like, as oh. opposed to like you know, watch a match and like you know within a week, like ch- check it out later. Um, I think. When we're like coming down for like match of the month, if it's close, mm-hmm. like like last for February, we we watched um, Osprey and Hiromu and Okada and Tanada. We watched those like twice. I think with our schedules and the coverage we're doing on New Japan plus watching other products, it's hard to actually rewatch. When we we're more right, casual, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we we're more casual. I would, you know, we'd watch big shows and then kind of here and there pick and watch matches. But lately, we don't really rewatch matches unless it's for, really significant. For and like match of the month or something, yeah. That match was just awesome. <clears throat> like, like both of those Yagi and Narita matches, I'm going to pimp them forever. They're that good. Like, they're so they're going to yeah. be so underrated. Like, time's going to forget about these wars. And, I mean, I don't know. I've never seen any young boy matches that good ever. Yeah, those were really good. So, incredible. I can't wait to see them go again. Because now they got a backstory going. This is yeah. just like Jay White well, we and Jay Finley. Young Lions show next week. Yeah, coming up, and we got two new Young Lions, which means guess who's getting bumped up? Yagi and Narita. Yeah. Because they got Young Boys underneath them now, so they're not gonna be at the bottom anymore, and that just means someone's got to go. It looks like I don't know, Kitamura's still out. Who knows right. what's going on with him? It looks like Umino's getting pushed, so yeah, we'll see. And also, like you also got to get to uh, Kitamura, like. Given his age, like he got, he you know, kind of yeah. get him up and yeah. out of here. Yeah, right? he's injured. So, yeah, that, yeah, right, that, yeah. which means like you know, yeah. 
when it, when it time comes, means like the, the, the sand glass, the sand, it's and it's taking out faster. Gets faster. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had injuries don't help. He had a seven match series he was supposed to finish, and he didn't finish the last one. We How think, many matches short is he? Just one. 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 Yeah. But we think he's probably they're gonna f- sweep that under the rug, and he's. Just gonna, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, never mind that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's just gonna go. I think when once he recovers, like mm-hmm. we, we probably won't see him again for maybe for a year or two, and then he'll come back. Where would you like him to go? We've, we've talked about this before. Yeah. I, you know what? <laughs> That's funny. I, uh, well, we have, but. It's like, it's almost like, you know, like a like proud parent's like, you know, he's taking off from different colleges. Like, <laughs> where, where would you like him to go? That's the, way, that's the way it came out. That's funny. Uh, uh, yeah, like me and Jeremy, we've planned about this. We've discussed yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, somewhere, hopefully, you know, somewhere, somewhere where, you know, where, a, where, where, where single days drive away, right? <laughs> somewhere that has TV exposure. I've thought, of, I don't know if I want him to have TV exposure. Like, I'm kind of almost I would almost prefer for him to go to the indies at this point that's just my feeling mm. like go to like a ball or something if he had someone that could translate for him and like help him that was here in the states and make it a successful thing and he could like just go underground and wrestle for all these local indies like all over the states and just build like a cult following and show up on iPay-Per-View here and there for like Evolve right. or for you know I don't know AAW and that you know PWG and maybe he goes undefeated for a while and then at a certain point they build him up he loses to some champion here it becomes it's a big deal and then he goes back to Japan right. and he comes back with a new gimmick and he defeats Okada and ends his five year run <laughs> Yeah. I, you know, sometimes I've thought about that before, but like sometimes I wonder if they actually want seeing how they want to expand into the U.S. Like if they actually want somebody developing in front of uh, the quote unquote American fans that would be most likely to actually check him out. Right. Which I wouldn't be surprised if he does go to Ring of Honor. They've had a lot of guys. I mean, they've e- had a lot of guys. Evil did his excursion there. Right. Well, uh, Jay White just recently. Right. Evil did kind of, but kind of not. <laughs> Me. But, but Jay White did. So yeah. if you had to choose between, like, let's just, you know, they didn't if do you say, like, uh, we said um, CML, CMLL or uh, Ring Honor, where we prefer to go? CMLL. Uh, guys tend to become better workers and become more well-rounded characters and, and just in general they've got a much greater track record of success mm-hmm. and they, they use, and it also keeps the guys more like on that side of the world with less coverage so it's right. more of a secretive thing right. Ring of Honor is more exposed and they're not going to push them not that they're supposed to push them right right. but I mean you would expect that they, bar- they barely used Sho and Yo they barely used, I mean they used Jay White but he was already kind of established Right. They did nothing with with evil when yeah. he was Watanabe. Evil was doing jobs. He was barely used. I mean, he was. I think he was with Jersey Pro or whatever it was. Well, I mean, until what the G one he got that one over Okada. Like, what was he doing in New Japan? He was still. He was a gatekeeper for right. for uh, Naito. Naito. Right. He still had a prominent role, like in a and a and a character and a gimmick and all that. But well, like, I mean, yeah, that is a gimmick. That's definitely a gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> but like er- earlier, I mean, they didn't do any. They all really he did was go to the U.S. so he could gain weight. That is like literally <laughs> much, what they yeah. told him to do. Mm-hmm. Go 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 there, bulk up, get a character, come back. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, I would like to see Kitamura. Like maybe who knows? Maybe go to Europe. Yeah. He go. I mean, go to WXW. He'd go, go, to progress. He'd go to Germany, yeah. Go can't go five star. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, with that being said, what else happened on the show? Speaking of evil, 
Uh, he made his big return. Yep. This row two show. There was a uh, 10-man tag, LIJ, against Suzuki Goon. And uh, Evil picked up the big win there against uh, Kanemaru. Yeah, so getting back on the winning track. And there wasn't really much that happened on this show that was really standout. It was your standard uh, Road 2 show. Um, you know, the results are out there. You guys might want to check them out. The one big thing, though, was the main event was a tag team match. Yeah, yep. uh, Yoshihashi and Okada against Tai Chi and Saber. Right, so this kind of set up the um, the main event for Sakura Genesis. And the real question was, here was... Who's taking this fall? Yoshihashi or heavyweight Taichi? Correct. <laughs> and it's like, uh, who'd we watch this with? Was it Rich? Or was it just you and me? It's just me and you for the Roti show. Yeah, I think you were like, who do you hate more, Yoshihashi or Taichi? And I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. I don't really hate Taichi, though. Like, he, he, I don't really hate, like, I don't really hate Yoshihashi. Like, oh, I do. Like, Taichi, I see, like, oh, that's immediate heat. Like, you, you're lip syncing with the mic. Like, come on, man. And you wear a mask, like, you're like, come on. Like, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Like, you're definitely. Yeah, and he usually has uh, this hot girl out there with him, uh, Miho Abe. Yo, I don't know if you saw, she, uh, put a tweet out I couldn't understand it because I wasn't able to translate it but she was taking photos with her and uh, Hideki Suzuki from Big Japan and it almost seemed like maybe they're together now and I'm mm. like man that's sad no more Miho Abe yo I, if we I'm gonna have to get a Big Japan subscription or something <laughs> Oh, oh man, cause she's a draw. Yeah, she's yes. a draw here yeah. in these streets. She's a draw, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anything else from this roti show? Yeah, Yoshihashi tapped out. Yeah, saber. Yeah. So, before we talk about Sakura Genesis, do you want to wrap up our matches of the month and our superstar of the month? Or do you want to go into Sakura Genesis? We'll go into Sakura Genesis and then go into that afterwards. Let's do it. All right, so James, you saw this show of uh, Sakura Genesis on uh, Saturday. Uh, opened up, we had a, ball- a battle of the Bullet Club. It was the Young Bucks taking on uh, Chase Owens and Yujiro Takahashi. What did you think about this match, James? I thought it was a good, solid opener. Fun, didn't drag, really. Um, I, I, I saw, I'm kind of wearing thin on the... of. Um, Matt in his back is just and just having to sell it over and over and over. And I understand like he might actually really be injured. Right. Um I, I, I mean and that's I guess is a way to get through it or whatever makes it easier night for you and it's you know, it's a, just an instant easy story. So I appreciate that, but like we've been doing this since January, bro. Yeah, man. Like maybe you should take some time off. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, and I think I think it would be nice to showcase Nick as a as a single for at least a little bit. Do you think it's like Ace Cowboy Bob Orton? With his forever injured arm? No, I don't think, I don't think, it's, I don't think it's fully gimmick like that. No, yeah. I don't think it's like that. But I, I you know, I, I, I'm getting concerned about the fact that he's like, this dude's really going through it, and like, I mean, and he's not, he's, 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 he's still taking some big bumps, and he's not taking any breaks. I mean, right. he's doing New Japan, doing oh, Ring of Honor, Europe. I mean, the matches they're working with the, everything aside that you said, and I'm, I'm totally in agreement. I think. You know, if he is injured, I don't know. Well, there's a part of me that kind of thinks like there, this is part of the story and it's leading somewhere. Right. But at the same time, it has been a long time and they haven't really ever come out and said what the deal is. Like, what is his injury? Why is he banged up? I mean, did this guy even go to a doctor? Like, what's the deal? You right. know? Well, on um, I know we're gonna talk about being the elite later, but on this yeah. week's being the elite, uh, Nick asked Matt about his back and he was like, 
it's as good as it's going to get for right now. Yeah. But with that being said, they're still working fantastic matches right. around it. And yeah. I love Southern style tag wrestling. Um, this one didn't disappoint. I thought that this was a really, like you said, it didn't drag as really fun, clean opener. Um, I liked when they all did the two sweet. Well, they tried to get them to do the two sweet in the beginning. They did the New Japan yes. handshake instead. Because they can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they turned their they backs. jumped them. Jump zone. Yeah, they jumped zone those boys. Uh, and that was that was kind of telling because it's like, oh, I guess Chase and Nujiro are going to play heel here a little bit. Yeah. Kind of setting up a uh, like a little face-like situation there. Um, well, the uh, especially the Korean crowd. Or was it, this, what crowd was this? This was... Uh, they were in Sumo Hall. Sumo yeah. Hall, yeah. yeah. The Sumo Hall crowd usually loves Young Bucks. And Young Bucks are, like, have gotten pretty over. Is there a crowd that doesn't yeah. like the Young Bucks in Japan? Uh, yeah. At this point, I mean... I mean, it has to be some like it has to be smaller towns. Right. I mean, at this point, they're they're in such incredible matches. Like they're big draws over there. I mean, right. you hear the crowd reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I sometimes wonder, um, given where we are with 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 Matt's back, like if this is a situation where like nothing matters, he's not gonna take time off. He's just laser focused on getting the all in, and then like hopefully, like I will. I feel so much better about the situation if like. There was like a destination to where like once we get past um, all in, he can take a break. Right. Like I, I, I hope for I hope that's the case. Like I can I'd be more on board with this if we find out like okay he has an end goal in, in mind for when to like lay off. Well, that's been the brilliance of their storyline and the storytelling they're doing across all these platforms. And me and me and Jeremy talk about this week to week how they're interweaving all these different stories. Yeah. We don't know where the story's going, and every time there's a new like wrinkle or a new like rivet, we didn't really see it coming. Even if we did a little, even if it was hinted at, mm-hmm. it's really hard to tell where everything's going. And they've done a great job at it so far. Like it hasn't like worn out my patience, even though it's been like slow build. Right. So I'm ho- I'm trusting and believing that it's it's leading to something, something that's going to yeah. pay off. Yeah. And I just thing, don't know what it is. And one thing that we should absolutely give the props for, as much as like I'm kind of getting worried about his back, like. For all the crap they people have given them over the years for being spot monkeys and no no psychology, and blase, video game wrestlers, yeah, blase squad, oh yeah, the, the cornet line, yeah, yeah. Uh, video game wrestlers and blase squad, like this is this, they've been doing this and committed to it for at least six months, so yeah. like you you people should be able to like respect that and like actually appreciate what they're doing because like they're they're showing people like and also people like Osprey like. We can, act, yeah, we're not just what, you know, all this crap you claimed us to be. Like, we can actually sell. And, right. and actually, we do, you know, and in I, New Japan, we do some of the best selling in the world. Yeah. And I love the the new use of the sharpshooter that they've been doing the last couple months. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Matt doing the, like, it's so funny watching Matt turn somebody over to sharpshooter. He's like, <laughs> he's, like, he's, like he's gonna fall off from his back being such <laughs> right, pain. Right, right, And then yeah. he's wearing a weight belt. Like, yeah. he's getting it over so hard. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the biggest, like, like giveaways that you don't actually watch the product at all and it's fine if you don't whatever I'm sure if you're listening to this show you probably do but is if you're going to sit out there and criticize these guys and say that they're just spot monkeys or whatever you're clearly not watching these guys work because they're working you're southern right. style wrestling yeah dude, well, watch watch this match watch the Rapungi 3k match I think they can play the Indian arena like they can do whatever they can they're that kind of talent right. they, know they that. have that kind of talent but they can do pretty much whatever they want whenever they feel like it so but, that's the one thing people like don't really appreciate when it comes to but for that people side. that that are out there just saying, oh, they just do this one thing, they're not watching. No, what they they're, do they're, they're not watching they what they're doing because, because they don't know what they're doing. Right. Yeah, like this, like being elite and everything. I was like, so like they 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 got the storytelling down. You can't you can't deny otherwise. Like otherwise, you just flat out like a flat earthing. Right. Well, basically, 
to kind of surmise this match, Young Bucks ended up beating uh, Chase and Yujiro. Uh, they, they ended up uh, getting Owens, of course. Chase would tap out again. <laughs> uh, they ended up getting him in the cease and desist, the sharpshooter. Yeah. And uh, got him for the for the tap well, out. It's just a cease. Cease and desist is when the sharpshooter crossface combo. Oh, my bad. Sorry about that. <laughs> Thanks for correcting me on the air. Dang it. <laughs> but, yeah, uh... Yeah. He ended, up, he ended up hitting him with the, the freaking sharpshooter, and they got the the win. So they get the rebound win coming off the loss in Long Beach. Kind of furthers the uh, the, the internal feud between the young – well, between the Bull, Club. the Bull Club just in general. We don't even still know what's going on with that. But uh, right. these guys all hugged it out at the end of the match and show that there's no actual heat re- residing afterwards, which is kind of nice. So There's uh, one important element we missed about this match. Chase? Peter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Peter was there. Peter. Tokyo Latina. Don't judge us, James. This is our show. Don't judge us. This is our show. I'm still going to judge. You can open your airways. Oh, man. All right. So the Hey, does she look good? She look good. I can't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's true. She does look good. Can we move on now? Yeah. So, uh, next matchup, we had uh, the team of uh, Toro Yano and Ishii taking on probably the worst Suzuki gun combination <laughs> Tai Chi and Iska. No, it's not because we discussed this. If oh. if you had Archer and Azuka. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Golly. So, so this this match was pretty much the typical Yano Ishii formula that we've been seeing in tag matches. Instead of doing the crap that we do every week where we come out, we're like, Azuka sucks, Taichi sucks, why the crap are these matches still happening? I would actually almost want to skip over this, but James is here. Yeah. So James, what were your thoughts on your first viewing of Azuka and Taichi? Well, you know, I have a, uh, I have um, Ishii is in a special place in my heart uh, by being like the best bad body worker in the world. <laughs> so um, I've never, I've actually never used that term on this show before. Oh yeah, because I don't want to infringe on your gimmick. But. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, y'all just use jump zone, so like, who cares? <laughs> oh, that's that's free. That's free. oh, that's free. <laughs> well, okay, all right, whatever. Okay, so um, yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I said to you before this match, I was like, dude, like this is gonna be. So this is gonna be an issue for me. Like this is gonna be like the first ever like Ishii match I've ever seen as a person that parachutes in and out on um, New Japan. This is gonna be like the first like sub four and a half star match I ever seen from Ishii. I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> so, um, but it, it, you know, it didn't drag. It was it was fun at the time. Like you yeah. know, I'm not really a fan of Toriano and in, in the in the foolishness, but like you know, I guess you know. It worked out this time because they kept it kind of short. In it was only eight minutes. Yeah, they yeah. kept it real short, and that's one thing I appreciate for, <clears throat> for um, you know their multi-man matches. Like they get in and they get out, and there's not much wasted space for the crowd to actually turn on it like that. As opposed to you look at the you know the American product, and it's like yo, this is this is a dread to get through. Us just a, a pure burden to get through. So um, I, I thought it was fun. I thought that uh, Ishii. I guess for lack of a better word, like he, they found a formula and, and it's working. Um, I'm trying to think, what other matches have I seen with those two? I think I think I may Ishii have seen and Yano. One. Yeah, I think we saw one on uh, was that a, a New Japan Cup? No. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah New Japan yeah, you, Cup show. You came over to watch one the of, final. The finals. The final. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And that match was good. They uh, that was the match against Arch or KES. Yeah. And that match was was, that was surprisingly like the, the very good. Yes. Contendership match. Yeah. Yeah. This match, as 
bad as it was, and don't get me wrong, it sucked. There's not really much to say about it. It's everything you'd expect from Yano and Azuka. Mm-hmm. Um, it was better than it had any right to be. And it, it didn't, like, it was eight minutes and it was over. So that's. What do you think about the uh, Iron Claw? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was unaware that was a thing. And then I saw the Iron Claw and I'm thinking, like, you know, I actually made the joke, like, is it gonna be like the like like uh, Thanos is an Infinity Gauntlet? Like, is it gonna just be the whole the whole hand? And like, he puts it on, and I'm like, oh, so it's basically like, you know, almost like the Mandible Claw except iron. The funny thing was like trying to explain it to James was like, yeah, he's gonna use the Iron Claw, and like James was like. What? Like, like, yeah, like, do you mean like, a, like, this is like a metaphorical claw, right? Like, no, it's a literal claw. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like a literal claw. Like, I mean, did you, 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 did you, you think, like, did you think it was like the Von Eric family? Like, the, <laughs> yeah, 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 from the hand of Fritz, from the hand of Fritz, like, put it right on you, yes. Like, <laughs> and then we're like, nah, bro, it's a real iron claw. A real claw. They, it's not even a claw. It's like a thimble or something. He just, <clears throat> he just jabs at people. It sucks yeah, so yes, bad. Yes. Anyway, so. Yano and Ishii picked up the win. Azuka took low the fall. Low blows all around. Yeah, low blows all, wa- all around. Western Lariat, one, two, three. Azuka takes the pinfall, which brought this match up for me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, uh, next up, we had a never openweight six-man tag title match. Uh, Bad Luck Fale, Tamatanga, and Tangaloa defending against Makabe, Elgin, and Taguchi. What do you think about this one, James? Um... I was kind of like I kind of zone checked out on that match. Uh, I mean, there was nothing wrong with it uh, per, per se. It's just um, I'm not. I've never really been much of a fan of Fale aside for, aside of um, the Okada match for some weird reason. Yeah. Um, I guess because I'm a Okada mark, but it's it's fine. Uh, yes, but I, I I thought it was a well I thought it was a well wrestled professional match. It's just but it didn't really move me. Right. And I mean, there wasn't really that big of a story right. going into this match. I mean, they. Won a six-man tag on the Road Two show. I don't even know like how this team pretty much. I mean, they team together here and there, but it's not like a solid unit that you see all the time. You want a stat? Yeah, I got a stat. All right. This was their third successful title defense, which tied them for the most successful title defenses in the history of this belt, tying them with Lij from last year. Back in 2017, those guys defended their belt three times over 228 days, and these guys have done it in 86 days. Yeah, this so, is so they're the Iron, they're the Iron Man. They're like the 90s Bret Hart of this era of this uh, of the six man the six man tag division. Yeah, okay. And it's usually yeah, the, the six man tags are usually hot potatoed around from team to team. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't lost it yet. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, 86 days is pretty long for this title. Uh, <laughs> There's only, like, three teams that have held it longer than them so far. So, I mean, it's kind of impressive. I mean, this title has some prestige a little bit, so. Oh, okay, so, like, real quick on the global thing, because I don't want to bog it down, but I have to ask. Do you think there are too many titles in New Japan? Yeah. Yes. Which ones will you cut out? I would just I, combine a lot of them. I don't think there's a need for an IC and U.S. title. Unless they're really going to utilize I it. I agree, but, you know. They just, they just made they, it. But they had to give Kenny a participation trophy this time again, so. Oh, shout yeah. out to Rich. Oh. Yeah, Rich hates when I say that shit. He hates it so much. He, oh loves, he loves Kenny. But, yeah, it, it, yeah. And, you know, I'm not really a, a big fan of six-man tag titles either. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't really care for the Never titles or, like, the Ring of Honor six-man tag titles because you really don't have that many, like, normal six-man teams. You usually have to, like, right. throw together some team. Like, they did here, like, challenge these guys. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not like it's Mexico where, like, that's 
the what the whole companies are built around six man right. like trios All matches. Right. So it's it's not really. I agree with you. I also think that there's no need for a junior and a heavyweight tag team title. Right. There should be one tag division. Because both their tag divisions are always so paper thin and weak. Yeah. yeah, especially when like the young bucks, you know, who are looking buff right now, weighing two hundred and six pounds. Yeah, right they're. Now. You mean the big bucks? Yeah, the yeah, big bucks. They're heavyweights. <laughs> the grown bucks. <laughs> yeah, when being heavyweights, what a year ago? About a year is when, when they moved up. No, that was, no, they just moved up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, okay. They so. just moved up like uh, like a month or two ago. Yeah, at uh, on horizon. In February. Yeah, they were kind of testing the waters a little bit before that. Why do I feel like Wrestle Kingdom was so long ago when it was only like just, you know, Bro, like three, me, four months ago? Me and Jeremy were talking about like what happened this month, and I was like, well, we started off with the anniversary show, and Jeremy's like, that was this month? <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, yeah, bro. It's in the beginning of the month. And uh, this might be a controversial statement, but I don't. I go back and forth on whether they need a junior title. Oh, they need the junior title. Yeah, I think I feel like they need a junior. Yeah, I just feel like sometimes people get lost in the watch. I feel like. Yeah, it's just like at this point, getting the junior title is one of their most prestigious. Titles. Yeah, well, yeah. New Japan did a good. It does a good job with their junior division. Yeah, yes, they accentuate their junior division. Like in you know, they actually you know put their juniors in a potential spot. Right. I mean, junior titles wrestle the other guys too. Time so right, and they can they made event shows with the yeah. junior, the junior title. I mean, there's an ar- there's an argument to be made that they utilize their titles probably not perfectly, but better than almost any other company, even the ones that don't matter as much, like these six man tag titles. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I would agree that they have too many just in general. Okay, sorry for dragging the show down for like five minutes. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's fine. Our list, we hey. Speaking of which, we've got a ton of new listeners. Yeah. We've talked about this stuff in the past. They probably never heard us discuss this stuff. So, I mean, um, like last week's show is our most listened most, to show yeah. ever. Yeah. By like a wide a margin. Lot. Like a yeah. lot. Yeah. So, I don't know. The show's been growing. It's been crazy. So, I mean, if, if, you're, if you've been tuning in, you're hearing us for the first time talk about this, or, you know, you've, you're hearing it again, you know, that's... Let's do it again. Deal yeah, with it. Right. Deal, 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 with it. deal with it. But there's a lot of people who haven't really heard our, our opinions on this our stuff, so it's takes. good. Yeah, our hot takes. So. Uh, and also, be sure, if you guys are fans now, you should get, go through the arch- archive. So, yeah. Good stuff there. We got, this is what, episode uh, 18 of Keeping a Strong Style? I'm I'm just like James Boyd. I'm just the talent. I just show <laughs> up. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know what number of the show it is. That's your job, man. Yeah. Oh but yeah. My so go out and check out the archives. But uh, yeah, this match ended. We had a nice gun stun. Oh, that stun gun was awesome. Our gun stun, yeah. Oh yeah, and Tama got busted open, which brought us to the first hard way of the night. Yeah. Number one. Ding. What was it like four? <laughs> there was like five. Okay. Yeah. So was... this this is the first one, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing really special about this match. Um, how about Michael Elgin's like, still, dude. After that match with Ishii, dude. It seemed like you watched that match with us. What did you when when you saw that match? What did you think? Like, did you not think that they're gonna put the like rocket on Elgin after that match? Well, I mean, you know how that is with with uh, you always joke like Western fans when it comes to Ishii. Like, we have we have a higher regard. We hold on a higher esteem than um, uh, the Japanese uh, fans who are actually you know watching it as a domestic product. So. Like for us, I'm thinking like, yeah, that is a that seems like that seems like a, a rocket. Like he's gonna move you to a certain spot on the car higher than where he was even last year, even though he was in the G1. But you know, they don't really like really regard Ishii as like that big of a pivotal win. Like he might be, he might be like the um, for lack of a better word, like he might be the top of the mid car type of thing. But like. You're not. I don't know. I don't, not, think that, I don't think like him beating him was gonna like move him all the way to the top. 
Like, I wish that would mean something like that, but it's just not with EG. You're not entirely wrong, but here's something that also Western fans don't take into account. It's not that he's not important. It's just that he's not as important. No, no, he is. No, no, I didn't. I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I didn't want to make it out of the scene like he's not important. He's like, but they have him as like top of the mid card type. He's like, Cesaro. So he's kind of, yeah, he's Cesaro. Th- yeah, that's what he's it's Cesaro. Saying. He's the he's a guy that because the truth <laughs> of the matter is he actually has last year he had more singles matches than any other non Big Four guy mm-hmm. and non champion, and he he had a higher win percentage than almost any other person on the card. Right. Not just in singles, but also in tags just across the board so they always book him strong but yeah. he's a utility guy that puts right. over other guys but that's the thing like he's still the fifth he's still the fifth or sixth guy so but, that, so that so like there's only so much they can possibly do with him because once losses matter in new japan the thing though is elgin has not done anything since i don't know the g1, g1. special last year yeah and even in the G1, he didn't do so hot. So it yeah. seemed to me like that win, with how great that match was, and the performance, and the moment. Could have been a spark. It yeah, seemed, I, th- I, thought, I, thought I thought they were rebuilding Elden. I thought they were rebuilding him, and <clears throat> no. He didn't even, bro, they, they were that, smart. They didn't even bring him to America. Yeah, and now he's back. Real smart. He's <laughs> back now on multi-man matches. Yeah, so I don't, and yes, uh, which is crazy. We're going to WrestleMania, the three of us, and me and James saw him wrestle last last year. What? Yeah, last year on the Rev Pro Show, right? Yeah, the Rev Pro Show, but he was yeah. all over the place. I mean. Yes, he was. He's not booked at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what else is like interesting? Like, I, I don't, I don't. You gotta ask me, what's the last time you seen Rich in that big mic shirt? <laughs> yeah, he ain't seen, I ain't seen him in that oh shit since uh, whatever happened uh, came out. If yeah. you're a Michael Elgin fan, uh, you might want to hit up Rich Lada. He might have a big mic uh, t shirt he want to get. Yeah, he, to. I didn't want to tell you, but <coughs> free too. I don't want to put Rich's uh, stuff out in the streets like that. And let people know he he paid money. I mean, but he bought the shirt a year before all this stuff came out. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, he doesn't. I mean, he he's not the moral gatekeeper of, of people he doesn't know. Right. But there's been a lot of speculation out here. Here, and me and Jeremy have talked about it. We're like, well, you know, from what we understand, what the on go, the going ons and the ongoings of like Western stars in America don't, even if it's controversial, don't really affect too much like the Japanese public perception of them. Weed. Well, right? Yeah. yeah. Like Matt Seidel. So it's a different culture. With that being said, though, they're still kind of not pushing him. It's weird. Like, yeah. It's yeah. really weird. So. I guess we'll see what happens G1 time. So, yeah, so Tama Tonga. Yeah, I, think, I think it is the, probably the bigger toe. Yeah. Uh, like, if he comes out here and he's like, you know, I don't know, three and nine or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Not three and nine, three and six. You're like, oof. He'll end up with a respectable four and five or something like that. Um, so, Fale, Tungaloa, Tamatonga retain their titles. Um, <clears throat> they'll probably be dropping them very shortly. I got to assume. Well, we'll talk about it later. There's a six-man title defense coming up. Okay. This, later this month. But, yeah, that's Dungun from uh, Tamatonga. Awesome. Very nice. So, uh, next match, we had the ace, Tanahashi, teaming up with uh, Juice Robinson and David Finley. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The uh, what's what's Juice's nickname? Oh, the flamboyant. The flamboyant. Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson. Excuse me. Uh, David Finley taking on the team, the Chaos team of Hiroki Goto, Jay White, and Yoshihashi. I think it's a pretty good team, but as soon as they came out, Rich was like, "Oh my God, Team Extra Regular." Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like Goto's kind of swaggerless. Goto, oh bro, Goto yeah. hasn't mattered. We talked about this that night. Goto has not mattered since he Wrestle won Kingdom. since Wrestle Kingdom since it's January. It's funny. Suzuki lost that match, but Suzuki elevated and Goto declined. Oh, yeah. heavily. I mean, but, I mean, but think of, I mean, <sighs> that is true. 
But when you just look at the performances of, from that night, and you just as far as character performances, like besides besides maybe Jericho, who was better that night than Suzuki? Right. But you and also got that dude was a freaking maniac. But here's the crazy thing: Suzuki had one of the worst years ever last year. He was awful all yeah, year. His never title run was his horrible. never run sucked. <laughs> so I did not expect this 2018 Suzuki that we're yeah getting. the turnaround is is unexpected. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, when he when Suzuki gets his hands on Goto again, my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if it, it's ever it, gonna. It will not be. It will not be um, the rated TV, uh, TV fourteen. I'll put it in like that. So it seems like we're building. Obviously, Dave Finley and Jay White got smoke, and then right. Goto and Juice. Obviously, we're leading to that. Do you think that we're getting something between Yoshihashi and Tanahashi? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, they look. Ghetto, you think that's the program they're building to? Ghetto, ghetto looked at the card and he was like, "Who haven't I used yet? Crap, I haven't used Tanahashi yet. I'll throw him there. Crap, I have to use Yoshihashi. I'll throw him in this match." <laughs> nah, I think that this is the beginning of a long-seated feud. Oh gosh! <laughs> See, this is why I said you were heel earlier. Oh my god! So anyway, so um, let's talk about this match. What were your thoughts, James? I thought it was a good match. I thought that they, um, I do like the fact that they had uh, Tanahashi uh, get the pin at the end. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I have to say, uh, the Goto thing, like, now that I'm thinking about it, looking, looking a little in my mind now, like, I don't remember anything he did in this match. What did he do in this match? First off, let me just say before we before I answer that, that was not my phone. That was not my iPad. That was me this time. That was Jeremy. Not my phone either. Like I, I treat this stuff like like the movies. Put it on vibrate or put yeah, it on, they, on mute. They keep it chirping. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I actually don't have much memory of Goto in this match either. To be honest with you, except for yeah. did, I think he got. I do remember what Goto did in this match. He got hit with the freaking uh, uh, pulp friction. He got hit with the pulp friction for like what the second or third time on this tour. Yeah, bro. <clears throat> like if they got a they, they got me believing that Juice is gonna beat him, bro. I do. I want Juice to. I probably this is probably the fourth week in a row I've said this. I want Juice to beat Goto. They're setting us up for a heartbreak. I bet you. Yeah. I mm. bet you they're setting us up for a heartbreak. Yeah. Because I don't know if if uh, I don't think they'll put him over him yet. At least not yet. Maybe like in another year. Well, here's the thing. So. Last year, when he got his first title shot for the Never title, it was against Goto. Mm-hmm. After that, he's had performance after performance where he's right. had title shots and been beat up. Yep, exactly. And then he beat Kenny Omega in the G1. Right. He, he just had that incredible you know, run through the uh, New Japan Cup. And he's got new gear, so he's obviously on a new level. Mm-hmm. And Juice has been coming off like a real star, and he's over in Japan. And right. every time they put him and Goto in the ring together, he's, Juice he's, is over. He's over, and he's getting the better of Goto. And it, and the story last year when they wrestled was that he was he was still a young boy, basically, right. nowhere near Goto's level, right. and he got outclassed. Did was didn't he Hardaway Goto? Was it this match that, or was it the last match? I don't remember. It was one of those. It was one, oh, it was Long Beach. It was Long. Beach, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, he busted Goto's mouth open. So I'm like starting to seriously get suspect about like he's beating Goto a lot in these matches. Goto's not getting any offense. Yeah, they got us believing in Juice. Gato's I mean, gonna Gato's gonna pull the rug from underneath yeah. us and freaking I, have him have him lose and have him chase that belt. I would say that if you're concerned about like the futures of the Young Bucks and also of uh, Kenny, like after this next Wrestle Kingdom. 
then you might want to start, you know, pushing dudes. Start getting them, you know. I agree. For the new guy. My whole thing is that you could do the whole pull the rug underneath him, break his heart, build him back up, and all that. That's fine. But You could. You don't have to. But... Don't do it at the never level. Right. That's true. Right. Because you can't. You, you make him like a gig. You kneecap right. this guy. Right. You say he's only he's only can able he can only see there at a certain level. Right. Yeah. You you, you Braun Strowman. And he's yeah. Right. <laughs> and he's literally at the point now where it's like I could see him having an IC title run, and Dude, it's not yeah. that it's not that uh, unbelievable yeah. for me at this point. So. And uh, speaking of a new guy, James, what are your thoughts on Switchblade Jay White? Hot take. Really? Yeah. I, I don't hate him like like. Oh, I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying this is your hot take. This is your moment because this is a controversial uh, subject. Yeah, I, I know, but like, I'm not really like on either side. Of, like, he's clearly he's clearly a talented guy. He just hasn't like gotten he he hasn't fully taken full advantage of of the opportunities he's been given. Like like this like this the uh, the semi main at um at uh, Strong Sally Hall. Right. So. I mean, but he still put on a he still puts on a quality wrestling match, and that's pretty much all you can really ask for a guy. Um, you can't like I, I really don't. I mean, obviously it's New Japan. Everyone thinks like everybody should be able to be like as good as the big five, for lack of a better word. But that's a really a high fucking standard. So like maybe like let him like grow into that. Give him time. Like yeah. can he at least get a year? Get a, can he get a yeah. full year? Well, it sounds like all three of us are in the same camp. Then that give him some time. Where our uh, our brother Rich, you know, buries this man at every turn. But 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 Rich Rich is impatient because Rich is like, look, <clears throat> Rich is sitting on the WWE product, and like he knows what and you know what that is, right? right. We, we all know what that is. Right. So when you watch New Japan or NXT or Two Hundred Five Live, you're like, look, I spend three hours or five hours a week watching WWE. So this is my when escape. I watch other stuff. This is supposed to be like <laughs> this, you know, like like I'm watching. I, I'm eating. I'm in my veg. I mean, five hours of vegetables. Right. I want. I like. I want. Um. I want protein. I want uh, sugar. You know. Right. I want. I want um, butter and fat. Like I want all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's he, what you really want. He wants. That's why he doesn't like Zack Saber Jr. either. He's like, look, get that shit out of here. That's not what I want. He wants a pizuki with ice cream on top of it. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. But, yeah, you know what? My whole thing with Jay White is this. Great wrestler? Absolutely. Is there more potential than what he's probably shown us? Probably. I would be way more impatient and way less satisfied if his character work wasn't so phenomenal. Dude, yeah, his promos are fire. He's the most interesting thing that is happening in New Japan every single every single time they have background backstage interviews, every time he's he's literally like puppeteering the entire yeah, organization. He, he, he let uh go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm pondering my question. I was gonna say he let uh, Hangman Page on fire in that press conference before oh. Strong Style evolved. Yeah, that was one of the best promos of the year. And I mean, New Japan's not even a company known for great promos, but yeah. it was awesome. Okay, so do you guys think that? Okay, do you think he's like basically like the American uh, Sonata? No. Well, he's or not I mean, American. Like, well, sorry. <laughs> the, the New Zealand Western uh, Western. Uh, Sonata. Sonata, where he's a guy that can do pretty much anything in the ring, right? Right. Um, but like, does not put it all together. There's something missing with connecting. There's something right. missing with connecting to the crowd. Is like to where like he that's just keeping him back. But like, if he ever figures it out, look out. It's yeah. at least right now. That's not. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.